You're listening to The Fashion Detour, presented by J-Tribe. Hi, everyone. So today's guest is Aureli Berdugo, and she is the owner of Noah Jewelry. Her pieces are absolutely stunning. I am so excited to get some insight on her brand. And also, amazingly, she has decided to give my listeners a special discount code on her website, Noah Jewelry. So it's actually noahjewelry.shop. And that's her website. And anyone who's looking to purchase Hanukkah gifts, holiday presents, or just anything for that someone special, whether it's their birthday or their anniversary, whatever it is. She has amazing pieces that um, you can customize and also like classic jewelry. So here it is. The discount code code for Noah Jewelry is Fashion Detour 15. So it's Fashion, F-A-S-H-I-O-N-D-E-T-O-U-R 15. And that will give you guys 15% off when you check out. So I hope you enjoy it and put it to good use. And don't worry, I will repeat the discount code at the end of this great podcast. Happy shopping, guys. So I'm very excited because this week we have a special guest. Her name is Aureli Verdugo, and she is the owner of Noah Jewelry. How are you? Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. So what inspired you to start your jewelry line? So I always had um, a love for fashion since, since a very young age. I always loved fashion. I was always a little bit scared deep down to enter like the whole fashion world just because of the um, of the vanity and materialistic side of the fashion world. But I always loved it. And um, I'm actually a nurse. And after I graduated nursing school, uh, I realized and I, I I had just given birth to my daughter. I just I realized that I did not want to to leave my daughter at home for like such long shift hours. Like it's literally three days a week that I wouldn't see see her and my other son. I realized that I wanted to do something from home, and jewelry was just very obvious to me. And I don't know, it just made sense to me. Fashion made sense to me. Jewelry made sense to me, um, and that was my inspiration behind it. Wow, that's amazing and. Can you tell me a little bit more about your brand? Yes, sure. So we are a high fashion jewelry line. Um, the idea behind it is that I, I realized early in life that not everyone can afford the big diamonds and all the chunky pieces of gold, but I never wanted to settle for a mediocre piece of jewelry or something of low quality or something that was going to break or, you know, leave this greenish stain on your, on your skin. I basically wanted the, the price um, of fashion, but it was quality and real gold. So I decided to do a jewelry line that was gold-filled. Um, it's not your regular gold plating. 
it's much more gold is involved in, in, in every plating and we plated multiple, multiple times. So our jewelry is actually amazing quality and does not tarnish. And that is, that, that is why people come to us really. So if for someone who's not that familiar, how, I know the price of gold is very high. So right. how does, how is your, how does, what's the difference between gold filled and, you know, like, I don't know, 14 karat gold that you see right. advertised? So um, the difference between gold filled and solid gold is that um, solid gold is just pure gold. The whole entire material is made of gold, which is, it can be very expensive. Gold plated, it meaning, it means to like just use um, uh, a piece of metal and plate it. With, with, with gold, but gold filled is kind of the in-between where you really plate it many, many times, where it results that there's a big piece of, of gold on top of the jewelry, much more than gold plated. So that means that you can, you can have a lot of the beauty of the solid gold and its quality without spending a fortune. That's really interesting. You learn something new every day. <laughs> right. <laughs> so... I read on your website that 10% of all the profits go to High Lifeline, which is yes. an organization that I'm familiar with, but for those who aren't, it, they help cancer patients and their families. So what inspired you to do this? So as I said, I'm a nurse, and I think in nursing school, what touched me the most was my cancer patients. And I think one of the reasons why I'm not even a nurse anymore is because I got, like, so emotionally attached. I couldn't just go through the day, like be a nurse and then come home and not think about them. They really had such an impact on me and it was just very, very hard to work with them on an emotional level. And I just, I just wanted to help them, you know, even if I'm not a nurse and helping them in that kind of way, I just wanted to help them even if it's from afar. Yes. And it's, I can relate to that because I remember I do, uh, I work as a special ed teacher and okay. in the beginning of my career, that's what I do from my nine to five. But okay, but in the beginning of my career, I used to. It was very hard for me to separate the, you know, the work and family. And I used to come home and worry about my students and stress right. out and say like, why, why am I making? Aren't I? Aren't, why aren't I making progress? And I just right. would really you know, it would stick with me and I would really think about it, you know, later on in the day. Now, thank God, I, I worked on it and I'm, I'm much better at it than I used to be. But, um, no, that's great. That's great. I guess, I guess it comes with time and I, and I, I didn't have, I guess, the courage to do that. But yeah. But, and, but at least, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're doing what you're passionate about, which is right. You know, not everyone right. gets to do that. So, yes, definitely. I'm, I'm very thankful and blessed that I could actually do that. And I also read that on top of all that, you, for every solid gold piece of jewelry that you sell, uh, you give a cancer patient a beautiful piece of jewelry. So yes. is that, have you always seen jewelry as a way to bring, you know, happiness into the world? Is that you know, what does that mean to you? Right. So I feel like jewelry holds a very special um, place in a woman's heart. 
even in a man's heart, really, because it's 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 not when you give someone a piece of jewelry. Of course, it makes them feel beautiful, but more than that, it makes them really feel special. There's something about jewelry that just sparks that that sparks a chord in like every woman's heart, you know. And being able to make someone feel not only beautiful but special. Like, why not? You know, I was so attached to these cancer patients, so it's just a mean for me to continue doing that on, on another level. Wow. And has it been always easy for you, um, you know, starting your business and being an entrepreneur? No. <laughs> no, I don't think, I don't think it's, it's easy for any entrepreneurs ever. Um, just, like, I don't know, nothing... Nothing good ever good in life ever comes easy. You know, you have to work for everything. But um, if you want to know about specific challenges, I could tell you that the main challenge uh, that I face as a as an entrepreneur is um, that there is no guidelines. You know, you don't go to school for for to become an entrepreneur. You don't go to school. You you don't even learn in school how because my jewelry is really based online. So you really don't even go to school. Um, to learn about online businesses either. So all of that I had to learn on my own and with basically no books, no nothing. You just you just have to learn on your own. Um, I was thank thankful enough that, thank God, my husband is also in online business. So I was he was able to teach me stuff. I have no idea how he learned that by himself. But I was, like, grateful that I could just, like, hop on his back for that. But, yeah, it was, it was, it was really hard. And also... There's so many things that are just simply out of your control, you know, and, and dealing with things that are out of control as an entrepreneur, that's like one of the hardest parts. For example, um, um, for example, like, let's see, I, uh, there's a point where I did everything right. Like, I, I, I designed my jewelry, I sent them in to get samples, the, the samples came out like, okay, we, they first weren't perfect, then we made them perfect. Like the jewelry was ready. The, the I took like the pictures. The I had to learn how to do like pictures because I didn't have all that money to invest in it at first. So I took like I had to like learn how to do these white background pictures, these lifestyle pictures, how to build a website, you know, choose the packaging, everything. Um, I built my social, everything. There comes a point where it's like everything is right, but then you're just asking yourself like, okay, like now what? Like now when are the sales going to come in? You know, like wh what am what like What's, what's the, the next point? step? Right. What's the next step? So that getting there as an entrepreneur is like one of the hardest points. I think I got I had a gap of like two weeks when everything was ready and I was just waiting for sales and and that was just I, I think I wanted to quit for like two seconds over there. Yeah. But then um but then actually my, my first influencer collab came through. I remember it was for me Tobinfeld. Um, she posted my earrings, and I didn't really thought much of it um, until, like, I was just speaking with my mother-in-law that night, and then and suddenly, like, my phone made a really funny noise, and I just looked at it, and I, and I realized that it was my first sale, and I couldn't believe it. I was so happy. I couldn't believe it, and then, like, two minutes later, there was another one, and another one, and another one, and I know, like, all these Instagrammers and online businesses, they made it, they make it seem like we have like orders pouring in every single day, but really like it's not like that. And, and that first night when I saw like all these sales coming in, I realized that like, wow, like 
people actually like my stuff. They like my design. They're trusting me right now because they wouldn't be making these sales. But it's just a matter of like getting known. So that's so what I did. Time. I focused on getting known. What? Yeah. Yeah. So what? What advice would you give someone who's starting out a career in jewelry design? So um, there are so many things. First, I would like to tell them to just um, find a niche and stick to it. Um, there's not. It's it's okay if if your if your jewelry is not going to be for absolutely everyone. That's when you know you're actually doing something right. You have to find a niche and make people that are in your niche obsessed with it. And if they're not in your niche, that's a hundred percent fine. It's okay if it doesn't sell to everyone. And like for example, like I have some really really close friends of mine that I know don't don't even understand like my style or like how I stack my jewelry, and that's okay. You know, I don't sell to them as long as I have a niche. And are the people that are in in it are obsessed with it? That's that's what counts. Just not to be all over the place in your designs, trying to please everyone. Yeah, and I think that's important in general. You know, with any any right. career, anything that you do, to be focused and you know, you're always there. There are going to people that there are going to be haters. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, I'm right, sure right. Your jewelry, your jewelry is beautiful, but. You know Thank I mean. you. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I hear it, and it really goes for everything in business. Yeah, and to find your niche and to stick with it. Yeah, definitely. And where do you gain your inspiration when you design your collections? So, um, I, I first look at the overall trends, like of like Gucci and, and Lanvin and Chanel and what's out there right now. And I think and I ask myself, how, how can I bring it, how can I make it um, an everyday design, something that people can wear actually every day? That's my number one question. And I add like, I infuse it with like my personal taste and my personal twist to it. But more than that, <laughs> it's very funny. I'm just, I'm, I'll just be completely honest. I think that, like, I'll just look at my jewelry wardrobe, and I'm gonna think, like, what, that, what I, what do I not have that I want? Like, mm. um, let, like, let's say last, last collection, I really wanted for myself um, an eternity, an eternity ring, an uh, emerald eternity ring. And I knew, like, really much that I wanted that for me. But I have a hard time going in another jewelry shop and buying it because I feel the need to, like, promote my jewelry line all the time when I wear something. <laughs> so what if I need something, like, I'll actually make it for myself and then produce it for everyone. So that's what I, and that's how the Emerald Ring was born just last collection. Or I was missing some stacking rings. Like, I knew, like, I wanted for myself stacking rings. So I decided to make for everyone stacking rings. So I don't know if that's the typical way to go about things, but that's that's how I honestly do it. So what is your personal style? My personal style, um, I think I I have a, a really mix of both worlds of like the classy, but at the same time very very edgy. I think my favorite favorite thing to do is to like dress down something, um, like like put up put a put up a, a skirt that's very fancy and like a rock and roll t-shirt with it like mix of both worlds dressing down fancy things i think that would be my personal style that sounds really cool so basically 
I wouldn't see you walking down the street in like an all black ensemble. Probably not. No, well, I mean, maybe, maybe. Sometimes. Depends. <laughs> right. It, it really goes along with my mood. I hear, for sure. And right. is there, well, I definitely loved, for example, the solid gold personalized ring with the Swarovski mm -hmm. stone. So, and that's something that you can put your name on, right? You could customize right. it. Why did you choose to incorporate that into your line? Because, um, like I said, jewelry in itself is so special and holds such a special place. So if we could just go a little bit further and actually bring a piece of your story with you in life, like attached to you, meaning a jewelry that demarks a name or a milestone or a birthday, your children's name, or even like a mantra, it really is so special and it's so sentimental, you know? It just brings, it, it elevates the jewelry even a step further. Yeah, for sure. And it's, you know, it's something that's really forever. I right. recently saw someone wearing a necklace that had, she's like a mom and she has seven kids and the necklace was a gold necklace and each one of their her kids' names were on the necklace. It that's really, so nice. That's so special. Yeah, it was really, it was really beautiful, and like, so she has that, you know, all the time with her. Yeah, that's so, really, really special. And is there, what's your favorite pieces from your collection? <laughs> I hate this question. I hate this question because it's like, it's, it's like asking a, asking a mom who's your favorite child. Um, mm -hmm. I guess the answer to that would be it depends on the moment, you know? Um it really depends on my mood. I'm not going to lie. I think I have a very soft spot for the Megan hoops just because they were the first one I ever designed. And um, they're, they're really, I think, a representation of my everyday style too. I don't know if, if, if not everyone knows the Megan hoops. They're just a, a hoop with a black frame. And they come, it comes in three colors. You could have it either black on black or black and yellow or black and pink. It's like these gorgeous very classical stones like these princess cut stones but when they're put into a black frame it just makes the whole look so much funner and so much edgier than your classical hoop and I think that's just like not only because it was my first design but I think it's just a representation of of my street style I think I don't want to say that I like them the most but I have a soft spot and actually, I am. Um, I, I when I saw them on your website, I thought they were gorgeous. And Thank the you. only thing that I was worried about, and you could tell me if I'm wrong, I'm a brunette. So for some reason, mm -hmm. I always feel like when I wear jewelry that has like black stones or a black cast, that the whole like that you don't see it. Like on a blonde, you you would see it. But you could tell me if I'm I wrong. hear that. I hear that. Um, but the the black part is so thin. Like the real shining part is the stone. The stone is really um, is really the 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 masterpiece of it. So I think that I think that if you look close enough, you you could see the black. But the black is made to be subtle. 
the 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 part of the earring that make people really turn their heads is that is that beautiful stone. So I think I think, but I I hear I hear that it could the black I do like black better on blonde. I hear that, but I think um, that they're so pretty that brunettes can make an exception really. And the greatest thing is that I I just I have a short wig, so I I have had so much fun now with earrings because. The second you're wearing a short, you know, short hair, it's like, oh my god! Right. You get to experiment with the coolest earrings, and you can see all of them. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I also, I also wear a wig, and, and mine happens to be long. But I know that when I choose my pieces, I have them in mind that people, like, with thick hair, with uh, we come from a community of people wearing wigs. Like, I have my my models in mind that I want people to see it through the wig. Yeah, and let's get back a little bit. We're going to backtrack here. So okay, no in terms of rings, you were talking yes. about the Eliana emerald rings. It comes yes. in pink ruby and the sapphire version. Do you advise yes. wearing those rings with other rings, or do you think you should? they should shine on their own? Um, I have a hard time wearing that ring with other because it is so like the color is so poignant i have a hard time matching it with other rings but what i do love matching it with is my engagement ring i would i'll stack it with my engagement main ring and it's really going to make an impact like it's like a wow factor or i wear it alone and it's stunning on its own and it's amazing it's really great because you have a very, I feel like throughout um, your line, there is something for everyone. So you do have yeah. like the thin, more simple, you know, stackable things, rings, and then you also have like the full-on glam rings. So there's yeah. something for everyone. <laughs> yes, I definitely made like in my head before I started this whole thing. I, w I wanted something that was that that could go from like a minimalist to a maximalist because I personally love both styles. So I wanted both kind of people within my niche again, not just randomers within my niche to be able to find what they like. Yeah, and I mean you could tell me if I'm wrong, but to me, you know, I well you you should say it actually. How would you? classify the aesthetic of your of your pieces so most of my pieces are really um they, i focus pretty much on basics i focus on pieces that you can wear every single day from day to night from from very fancy to very casual it's it's and that you could only play with with items like that when it comes to basics. I do have some edgier pieces, but all of them share this common ground that they're so versatile. You know? Yeah, and you have amazing gold hoops, which are such a classic. And yeah, but I like the fact that what you do have, even though it's not just like there's a little bit of that edge to it that makes it special. It's not just, right. you know, a, 
a plain pair. It's you know either right, it's right. That would be me um, inserting my personal style in it. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I'm a huge earrings girl. I don't, I, I don't know what it is, but I was curious to know. And again, I know it's hard to choose, but what are your favorite mm -hmm. earrings? Oh, right, you told me the Megan ones. You're thinking. Yes, the Megan, but I find myself that the ones that I wore the most are, are probably going to be the Bella hoops. It's, it's your everyday gold hoop, but they're, they, they have like a twisted side to them. So, um, it, it's not your regular hoop. And that twisted gives it like, gives it like really a high end punch. And they're so versatile. I wear them, like the whole hog just passed, I wear them Every single day, I don't know why. I just I find myself attracted to them. I always keep reaching out to them. Yeah, I mean, because really, you know, you could dress it up, you could dress it down. There's, right, you know, you could wear it with so many outfits. So, yeah. And and I also another pair that I love are your ear crawlers. They're mm -hmm. they're really fun. They're really really beautiful. Thank you. How do they stay up on the top? Today, so what we focus on is put up. We put like a backing that's very wide and very flat and wide, so that it go. It, it just it holds it up. There is it doesn't go up so high that you need another hole or something to, to for it to stay put. But we just focus on the backing being very very stable and wide. Okay, so that is that is good to know. Although I did get, I recently got my uh, second uh, a second hole. Uh, I went mm -hmm. with my daughter. It was her birthday. She was begging me. She was begging to get her ears double pierced. She's fourteen. Okay. And the whole time the I said part. to her, I said to her, no, 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 because I didn't think I was worried that the school that she goes to would have a problem with it. But right. I, looked at, I read the whole manual from her school, searching for. And he never said, said that. And it never said that. So, my husband said, "Okay, fine. Just it, it. She could do it. And if they say the school says something worse comes to worse, I don't know. Well, you know, I don't know. Let it close, or she won't wear earrings in it for a while. Whatever it is. But we went, and I was a chicken because we kind of made a bet. She said to me that if that if she doesn't scream when they pierce her ears, then I then I have to also get mine pierced too. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so she didn't scream. So I also had to do it. That's but, so much um, fun! Oh my gosh, I really want to do it. I I I didn't do it yet, but it's 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 on my mind. I really want to do that. I promise it didn't hurt at all. <laughs> And I was, I, I think that the lady that was doing the ear piercing, she probably thought I was crazy because I kept saying to her, I'm so nervous, but I don't know why I'm so nervous. I gave birth to four kids and I can't even get my ears pierced, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good. So now I get to have even more fun because in a way it's nice. You have like, if you have two piercings, then you could do like a little stud and then the earring next to it so it gives it a right definitely I love that I love 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 that and that's why I really want to make that happen 
I, I think you could do it. <laughs> I'll, be your, I'll be your emotional support, okay? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no problem. So one thing that I wanted to ask you is about necklaces. Um, yeah. I don't usually wear them because I'm kind of at a loss when it comes to pairing a necklace with different necklines. Mm -hmm. So what do you suggest? So for different necklines? So first of all, I think you should know that I'm a modest dresser and and because of that, I have that in mind when I design my, my, my necklaces. You'll, you'll see that most of my necklaces, of course they can be made longer, but the, the longest they go standard is 18 inch. That's because I, I personally love um, jewelry on the skin as opposed to the clothes. And if, um, when it comes to modest dressing, like I'll just do a short stack, you know, you could mm -hmm. do one that's 14 inch, one that's 16 inch and one that's 18 inch and that'll, that, 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 and you'll still be able to like have a high neckline. So that's when it comes to, to, to modest fashion. But when it comes to different types of necklines, um, when it so comes again, to in fashion, like, Every rule is made to be broken. You really go with what you personally like and what you think is pretty. Um, if you're a tall girl, you really have endless possibilities. There's nothing, like, nothing can go wrong, really. Um, if you're a petite girl, I would suggest, of course, trying to do longer layers just to give the appearance of being a little taller, if that's what you want. But more importantly, I would suggest to stay with dainty pieces not to get some like chunky pieces that can actually clog your neck or make you it's it, if it takes away from the skin um i think like it's better to to stay with dainty pieces and that's going to give the impression of like a of a elevated fig figure that's that's very good advice i yeah. will <laughs> i'm going to try to embrace necklaces more and yes, I love them. They're so much fun. And when you pair outfits with your jewelry, how do you do you try to match them together or how do you go about that? So, um I'm not your regular girl. I'm actually going to choose my jewelry before I choose my outfit. But um I think one of the best part of my jewelry is the concept that they're so versatile. They, you can't really go wrong pairing anything with anything. Really, really not. Because they're, they're, again, they're basics. So, so you have space and you have room to, to, to do so many things with them. And, I mean, do you, in general, do you have a less is more attitude about jewelry? Or do you feel like you just kind of you know, go for it and pile it on. How does that work? Right. So for me, um, it's definitely more is more. The mm. more you have on, <laughs> the merrier, you know. But I do appreciate the less is more. I see it on people. I love it. But my personal style is I love stacking. I love stacking necklaces. I love stacking rings, bracelets. I love the more is more approach. And I think I'm that way as well. I just... For some reason, I appreciate a very simplistic look on other people, but at the end of the day, my style is colorful and prints and 
and that's and that's just my style. You know what I mean? You can't right, right. So you understand me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, for example, I like playing with the idea of hard and soft. And mm-hmm. I know you have the amazing um, earrings, which are the trio drop links, which are yes. so cool and so edgy. And they're Thank connected. You. They're connected links, right? Right. And you can choose. You can add the links yourself. Is that correct? Right. So it comes. So no, it comes standard three links, three big links. But you can decide to either hoop like there's a hoop that comes with it so like put a link inside of the hoop and it gives a shorter link a shorter drop so if you if you're in the mood for a shorter drop that day you could use two links showing off or if you want the whole full-fledged effect you use three and if you don't want the links you could just remove all the links and just have your everyday hoop so it's i mean i know there's a term for that but it's really just like it's so you know you can do you, you could really do a lot with that. You got so many right. in one. But getting right. back to what I was saying in terms of the heart and the soft, so I could see wearing those earrings with a lace dress and giving that a whole dark romantic look. Do you can you think of any other unique ways to pair your jewelry with clothes? Um so I could, so that same trio link drop, I could totally see it with a lace dress. But I could also see it with like a midi jean skirt and like a casual busy t-shirt, you know? Um, it, again, like the jewelry are so versatile that the possibilities are endless. You could pretty much wear everything. Or like make it totally, you know, edgy and funky and like just throw on a whatever, a leather jacket with it and, you know, you're done. Yeah. Like that's all. Yeah. So. That's awesome. So right now, the fashion industry is kind of reevaluating itself and taking a hard look at fast fashion. What do you think mm-hmm. about this whole movement? Okay, so um, I'm gonna—I can't be hypocritical because one of the main stores of the fashion fashion movement is Zara. It's H and M, and I shop there all the time. So I can't be hypocritical and say, like, I don't agree with that movement because I shop there a lot. But I do have a problem with that movement, and it actually, I was introspecting a lot on that, on that because I feel like this movement, the fact that we can get so many collections so, so fast and so cheap, it just produces such um, a consumer-based society that every single day, like, why are we so compelled to buy? Every single day I'm on Instagram, and every single day I feel like I need a new skirt. Like, that's not normal. And I think that's a result of um, this fast fashion movement. Because everything is so affordable, and you could just, like, buy, 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 I don't think it's such a healthy society to, to be such a consumer-based society. Um, so, yes, I'm guilty of, like, buying at Zara and everything, but I'm also I also will turn to uh to a higher quality store when it comes to the classic pieces. Let's say like your little black dress or a handbag or the perfect pair of boots. You know, I'm not gonna go and 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 like just buy it at these fast fashion stores because 
you want it to be not only quality, but you want it to be durable. And you and and why? Like why? Why settle for less when you can have something that I can literally probably one day give to my own daughter? So um, there is pros and cons. Yes, yeah. I can get everything fast and cheap, but at the same time, at what point? First of all, it's it's an immense amount of pollution that this whole society has caused. The the amount of like just the, the whole fashion world is not so compatible with um, the pollution yeah. <laughs> and all and all the, the healthy way of living. It's not that compatible. But aside from that, it's just I don't I don't think being such a consumer based society is healthy. And I think the fast fast fashion movement has greatly led to that. Yeah, and you know I it's not I also shop in those stores, but sometimes what what it what going through this whole process of you know interviewing people and researching and you know learning is that I realized you know okay so like you said like I don't have to always be shopping there you know sometimes right. I can you know find some new outfits in my closet like match things together that I didn't think could go together wear things for yeah. longer or go vintage shopping, which I'm very obsessed with. <laughs> but also right, because right, me too. I love vintage shopping. I, 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 I discovered vintage shopping when I went to LA, and I just fell in love because they have so many options there. Yeah, and you don't. You're not going to see yourself coming and going. You're gonna. You know that what you get is unique. Right. No one else is going to have it. Um, right, definitely. And I mean, I think that some people don't realize when I say vintage shopping, I don't necessarily mean that um, some of it is real vintage, you know, things that people wore in, you know, the 1920s or the 1950s or 70s or whatever. Some of it, but, but a lot of it is just, you know, secondhand clothing, like things that you know, you'll find in Zara or they have regular, like, contemporary brands that they sell. It's just that somebody yeah. else decided that they're, you know, they're, they're, they got bored of it. So they, you know, they're, they're, they gave it to the consignment shop or the secondhand shop. So I think that's kind of a misconception out there that it's like, oh, I'm going to go there and it's going to be like, everything is going to be like granny sweaters or something. I don't know. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. Definitely not. There's even, there's even like a, a like a high-end fashion there that you can find and you could score and that's so much fun to like to try to hunt them in these stores. Oh my gosh. I know. It's a, it's a big thrill. <laughs> right. It really is. So another hot topic in fashion is modest fashion, which I think mm -hmm. has grown a lot in the past 10 years. There is more of an availability of modest clothes, but do you think that there's still room for growth in that industry? Um, yes. I mean, it's, 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 it's always going to be, first of all, it's very much present. And it's always going to be present because if you take a look at the high-end brands like Chanel and, and like, I don't know, Givenchy and all these high-end brands, you'll always see them in modest clothing, clothing. So our models right now are still looking up to modest fashion. And I don't 
see that changing anytime soon. Like the classical Chanel look will always be that like that tweed jacket with a with a midi skirt, you know. So the fact that it's so present in the high end industries, I think that it that modest fashion will always have a room. Because at the end of the day, the, the it's it's the, the more modest an outfit is, really the the more luxurious it feels like. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's true. It has a more elegant look, that's for sure. Right, right. And it kind of feels, because it's like the flip side of something being kind of like too, too, too what's the word, too bare, and then it kind of gives it that, you know, inexpensive element to it. Yes, 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 definitely, I agree. So and, and I don't a, know one of my favorite one of my favorite um fashion designer would be um Victoria Beckham. And Victoria Beckham you could see that her, her that her clothes are so um high end. You really could see that it's so couture and I think the reason why unconsciously my brain thinks that it's so couture it's it's actually because it is so modest. It's like that long skirt, that high shirt but it gives it this this appearance that it's that it, that it's almost like princess type. So I don't know. I think it's I think modesty will always have a room in fashion. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope so. I'm a modest that. dresser. It's it's interesting. I think I think the I think a a little bit of the of where I feel like there's a there's room for growth is that. So Victoria Beckham, let's say for example, that designer, her she's very high end, and it's I mean not most people can't afford. Right, that. right. I I can't afford that. I'm not, I I never bought anything from her, but I could get inspired myself from her. Oh, for sure, for sure. Right. And I think that that might be there's like a little bit of a gap in the space of modest fashion because there's there's really expensive modest fashion. And mm-hmm. there is starting to be, like, I know a lot of companies are now offering more modest clothes, like, you know, the, you know, um, I'm trying to think, even, you know, you could go on Boohoo.com or you could go on Shane and Shein, I always mispronounce that, um, and you can search for a midi dress. So it is getting better, but, like, the really, the well-constructed, pieces that are modest, there's still not enough of those. Like, I would like to see more of that, but, but we're getting there. I would too, I would too. I would too. That's why I feel like I don't deviate from the stores that I actually shop in because of that problem. I, like, know what store sells them, and, like, if I need to go shopping, I know, like, which store I can count on to have it, and I would love for it to be in every store. Yeah, Definitely. And are you currently designing a new collection for, for jewelry? Yes. Yes, I am. I'm actually designing a collection that I had in mind, like, the, the, the second I thought of a jewelry line, I have, that, I have these models in my head, and I'm just, like, it's, it's, so, it's, it's so hard to just manage everything and to get to, to the, the, the best part of it is to actually sit down and draw it out, and I have a jewelry that we do that together. And it's so sad, but like just everything gets so busy with the shipping part of it and the 
and the the whole like the, there's so many aspects to it that that I wish I could just give more time to to create new pieces of that. That's what I'm trying to do to create the pieces that I had in mind at the very beginning of Noah. Wow, and uh, I guess we'll have to we'll we'll just have to wait to right to right to see what happens. Is there any inspiration for the new collection specifically? Um, so for the one I have in mind, um, I would like to, to, I would like people to see Noah and to see an emblem in their head. So mm. I very much want to like, uh, create, I, I don't want to, 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 to like give, give out what I'm, what I, what I want to hide, uh, what the emblem is, but I want that yeah. emblem to be, um, part of a necklace, uh, uh, earring without even noticing really that the emblem is so flagrant, but I just want people to see Noah and to see a specific sign in my head. Yeah, I mean that that sounds like you know it, it, besides we're just being very smart, especially in today's age where age where you know it's like you have the you know Fendi and all these like everything is like names, 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 but it's also just to like. It's, it's going to resonate with people like, oh, that's a Noah piece, you know, and they're going to, exactly. They're going to want, want it and it's just, it'll mean something to them. So it sounds right. really special. Thank I'm you. excited. <laughs> Thank you. I'm very excited too. And so what would you say jewelry design means to you? So um, it's just it's just a a part of me that that wants to express itself. You know, it's a part. It's an artistic part of me that just wants to say to to say hello. I'm here and just to create beautiful things. It's it's really it's really about just expressing myself and 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 trying to make things beautiful. And why did you name your company Noah? Because that's actually my daughter's name. I know everyone thinks it's my name. I actually respond to Noah. I don't even correct people anymore. But it's actually my daughter's name. Aw, how old is she? She's 18 months. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wish I, had, I wish I had a jewelry name, name uh, line named after me. <laughs> that's, that's, that's really adorable. And Thank you. What are your goals for the future of your brand? My goals right now is to um, focus on getting into these big, big stores like uh, Bloomingdale's, Neiman Marquis, Saks. My goals right, my goal right now is to build a big enough, um, not only all, all, all my collections to be beautiful and good quality, but to build a big enough press kit to have so many people represented that we're actually going to be taken seriously when I come to to these big stores. And we've been very lucky, thank God. We had a lot of celebrities, like very, very high celebrities, like Cardi B and Becky G, Dry on the Shell, so many celebrities wearing it on top of all these influencers and a lot of media coverage, thank God, from Cosmopolitan, you know, Us Weekly, a lot, a lot of media coverage. And all of that is just um, a plan to get into these big stores. So my end goal would be to get into these big stores. Wow! And I and I saw the 
it said like Cardi B on your website, and I I was thinking, what is that? You know, <laughs> but um, but it's it's you know, it's amazing that in how long have you, how long has your business been? Oh my gosh, you don't even want to know. It's 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 crazy. It's been less than a year. It's I think I launched it last February, so it's been very it it just flew off very very quickly. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! Yeah, thank and, God. Yeah, and I mean that's very impressive to say. You know, thank that. you. So I I really I'm I'm excited for for the future, and I think that your jewelry you. is is really stunning. Um, that's something so for much. for everyone and. Thank you so much for joining me and of just course. Thank you for having me, really. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. That means a lot. Thank you so much for listening in to this week's edition of the Fashion Detour with Aureli, the owner of Noah Jewelry. And again, just in case you missed the beginning, she has graciously given all the listeners a discount code. It's the Fashion Detour 15 for 15% off your purchase on her website, noahjewelry.shop. So go on over there, check it out. She's got some gorgeous pieces for the holidays, for Hanukkah, even just for yourself. So I think you would really do well there. So definitely check it out. Again, the Fashion Detour 15. And have an amazing week, guys.